0: Today, our message comes to us from Romans chapter 9 at the very beginning. Paul says, I'm speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen according to the flesh. They are Israelites. She was told the older will serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What's in the name? I want you to think about your family name. A family with a really good, strong name, one name that is known and respected and valued, it can can open up a lot of doors to you that would be typically shut to other people. And while that sounds like there's a, a good in that, there is a danger that comes with it. Because there's a danger in assuming that you are good simply because of your family's name. Paul points out that not all Israelites were descendants from Abraham. Now, this would have been highly offensive for a Jew to hear, but it breaks his heart because there are so many Jews who have rejected Christ after everything that they had been through, all the promises they have been given, and they rejected Christ See, they put so much stock into who they were and what they had done that Christ was offensive to them. Paul continues, I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. So the Jews had set all of their happiness and security on the fact that they were the chosen people of God. And they lost sight of that pure grace That simply because of the choice of God, that they had become to believe that there was something special about them that had merited God's favor. Paul says, they are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. He speaks first of the adoption as sons, that God picked them like we talked about last week. He chose them. Not because they had any merit of themselves, but because he was gracious to choose them. The glory, that's that, that's the face-to-face, sheer glory of God that, that Abraham or excuse me, Moses encountered with the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire that led them through the wilderness. It was the face-to-face presence of God in the tabernacle, and then later in the temple. And then when Jesus would come, it would be the face-to-face presence of the fullness of the glory of God, as Jesus, Peter, James, and John were on the Mount of Transfiguration. And that John would see again. He was taken up in the spirit to give this this image of revelation. And he would see the throne room of God. And then the covenants. Israel had been given the covenant starting with Noah that, that God would never destroy the flood, never destroy the world by flood again. Abraham, that his descendants would be as many as the sand in the seashore and stars in the sky and that one of his descendants would bless the entire world Moses was given the covenant of the moral, civil, and ceremonial laws. And then David was given the promise that one of his lineage would sit on the throne for eternity. And Paul thinks next of the receiving of the law. You know, both the fact that God gave the law and that the law remained as an abiding possession of God's people, it mattered greatly to the Jews. It mattered greatly to Paul. And Paul considered it one of the Jews' highest privileges. And then promises, refers to all the promises that God has given to his people Israel, but first and foremost, that promise to send a Messiah, and then the patriarchs, the men of long ago, those giants in the faith, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, but even more than that, all of the generations that led up to Jesus. With all of this, the Jews fell into pride over their identity, over their Family name. They felt secure in that family name. They followed the law. They cherished it. They found their identity in the law. And instead of thinking that they were special because of their obedience, or they started to think that they were special because of their obedience, and they failed to realize that they were special simply because they were chosen by God. And that's still easy for us to do sometimes. I long to be responsible for some of God's victories in my life. I'd like some people to go and say, man, God did a good thing, but Ty, you really came in there clutch at the end. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be nice? Like, good job, Tag. And then I remember that my best works, the best things that I have ever done in my entire life are like filthy rags compared to the, the perfection of Christ's righteousness. Well, that's if you have family with a good name. What if you have a family with no name? Like, not recognizable, not important, nothing any special about you. It's easy to feel disconnected or devalued, lonely, not fitting in. And then even worse, what happens if you've got a family with a bad name? Like, you're just known as that family. Like, or maybe that side of the family. Families come in all kinds of stages of unhealth. Someone who doesn't have a a family at home or a healthy family at home may struggle with this whole concept of the family of God. Or if your relationship with your birth father is broken or damaged, it can be easy to, to struggle in your relationship with your heavenly father because your definition of dad is messed up. Every family on this side of the kingdom of God That side of the kingdom of God is the world put right. This side of the family of God is is a family broken, and we all have some brokenness in there, whether it's divorce or a lack of spiritual or emotional intimacy or abuse or lack of care or respect or loss or grief or mental disorders or addictions or infidelity or infertility, whatever the case may be, there's brokenness. but I love how Paul says this. As he calls that the bloodline, he calls that a kinsman of the flesh. I love that he qualifies it of the flesh because by doing so, he's pointing out and is about to point out that there is a different kind of family. There's a better kind of family, a more powerful, more perfect kind of family. And that's the family of God. He gets us ready to hear that we are now children of Abraham because we trust in the right promise, the promise of God to save, and that is credited to us as righteousness. Paul says, this means that it is not the children of the flesh who are children of God, but as the children of the promise are counted as offspring. You and me, we are children of Abraham. We are sons and daughters of God. In his family. This family of God is chosen by grace, right? God chose Abraham simply because he chose him. There are great and many powerful countries and empires that God could have said, let me go to Egypt and find the greatest in Egypt. I will make the greatest in Egypt the beginning of my family. Now he goes to a nobody in the middle of nowhere, with a barren wife, and sends him out into the wilderness with a promise. See, this land, I'm going to give it to you. Your offspring will be as many as the sand in the seashore and stars in the sky. And Abraham believed, and it was credited to him as righteousness. I can imagine Abraham thinking to himself as he first heard that, as I would, that, all right, me and my 100-year-old wife, we're going to start having babies. That's fun. (laughs) And then he just gets one. And without one, God asks him to trust him so much that be willing to kill him for me. And amazingly, Abraham, with great faith, marches up the mountain with his son, ready to sacrifice until God intervenes at just the right moment. Then Isaac and his family and Jacob and Esau and They were so messed up. And God chose them. Why? So that nobody could look and go, well, of course, God, your family is amazing. You started it in Egypt. It's wealthy. It's prosperous. It's powerful. You started with something good. Show me something. Show me something like pick a nobody and grow that into your family. And God says, that's exactly my plan. I'm going to take somebody with no name." And give him mine. See, this idea of being grafted into family through the right, through faith and the right promise is extraordinary to me. Some, some LCMS pastors have uh, generations and generations and generations of, of pastors and professional church workers in their lives. There are names like Preuss that have this great weight and gravity. Uh, it, here at St. Luke's, we would, we would say the name Leyenbauer, and for those of you who don't know, there are more Leyenbauer's than Stephen <laughs> and Ozzie. There are generations and generations and brothers and brothers and generations Even our deaconess intern, her maiden name is Leyenbauer. They are everywhere. How about Culbertson? (laughs) (laughs) I am the very first Culbertson LCMS pastor. I have no son. I will be the last Culbertson LCMS pastor. But I'm not even a Culbertson by birth. I'm adopted, so a courier. You want to know how many couriers there are? Just me. But I was baptized, and the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit were spoken over me and given to me, just like most of you. You and I have been given a new name, the name of God, and we are in his family. And we're shaped into a better version of what it means to be family. We engage together in, in worship like we do today, in spiritual formation as we meet in groups and we grow in our relationships with each other and we learn more of God's word and we get plugged into acts of service and we involve ourselves into the community and community connections where we're involved with something outside of ourselves to live sacrificially in this kingdom of God. We live transformed lives of freedom, joy, sacrifice, and renewal. And while we're improving who we are here and God is is working in our hearts to bring us transformation in the here and now life, the life that we have coming is even better. The world put right. The family put right. A right family. And and I, I want to tell you the heart of what it means to be in the right family. To have a heart is to have a heart like Paul who in the first couple of verses of our text today describes what the heart of somebody who is in God's family contains. And it contains this, this pain and angst for those who are not a part of the family. It involves this incredible desire, this burning desire to share faith, to share Christ in such a way that wins them back to him. That is the heart of the family of God. Brothers and sisters, I want you to have that in your gut. A desire for the lost to be found. A desire for Christ to flow into this community and bring changes. Imagine an entire community coming alive to the power of life in Christ. That is God's desire for this this city, for this county. And I want to see it happen. Then Paul says, I'd give it all up. I could, I wish that I could give it all up and just separate myself from God so that the rest of the Jews could be saved. But He doesn't because He knows that Christ has already done exactly that, that that sacrifice has already been made in full. And it's our job as, as members of God's family to speak His word into our communities, to live out His life, His sacrificial life through our hands and feet, by our example. Speak the gospel into people's lives. The family of God. You and I are a part of that family. We have a new family name. The name of the powerful Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Would you pray with me, please? Heavenly Father, you are so gracious to pick people like us, full of brokenness and mistakes, and you declare us to be yours. Your Holy Spirit works in our heart to create and sustain faith. And by that faith, we, we are enabled to grab a hold of your promise to save. And that and that alone gives us value. Because you have chosen us. Help us live as your family in ways that honor you and glorify you, that that build up your kingdom. Let those around us in our neighborhoods, our schools, our places of work, and our homes would see you face to face through us. Father, we pray this in Jesus' powerful and holy name. Amen.